welcome to Conversations About Life. Thanks, Aron Maria, for being a part of the podcast. I'm looking forward to talking with you. So where are you two from? I'm St. Louis. From St. Louis? Mm -hmm. Okay, and is that where you're from originally? Yes, born in St. Louis. And then Maria? I just uh, was born in Puerto Rico, San Juan, Puerto Rico, 83 years ago. All right. And 52 and a half years ago, uh, I decided to come to St. Louis to live with my uh, cousin sister. And that has been a very blessed 52 years. So you've enjoyed it here. I have enjoyed every moment. And then I had the blessings of meeting my husband, Earl. And we have been married now 50 years. 50 years. It wow. has been a very, very great experience. Uh, when I first came, I had a problem with the um, language. Mm-hmm. Because in Puerto Rico, you had to learn English when you go to school. Mm-hmm. But if you don't practice, it's like anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really speak. So I would depend on my cousin um, for her to translate for me yeah. at the beginning. But, um, but I was very fortunate that I uh, went to work for Ralston Purina. Wow. Mm-hmm. A very well well known company here in Missouri, and, uh, and my boss told me, "Do not worry about the English; that will come to you as you get more experience." And he was wonderful. He uh, really helped me a lot. Is there anyone that you speak Spanish with now? My cousin, okay, <laughs> my cousin sister. And my niece. And do they, any of them live in Puerto Rico still? or? Oh, no, they no. have lived here for many, many, many years. years. Okay. So we don't see each other all the time because they live one in O'Fallon and the other one in St. Peter's, Missouri. Okay. So he wanted to learn, but it wasn't that easy for me to teach him because I needed to speak the English. Yeah. So he was disappointed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So did you grow up in the St. Louis area, Earl? St. Louis, yes. Mm -hmm. St. Louis City. Okay. And I think I met your brother before. Is is it just you two as far as siblings? No, I have a sister. Excuse me. uh, That she passed in 2002. But so that was three of three children in the family. Okay. All right, and then how did um, you two meet each other? Well, I was invited to a kit bond. <laughs> it was a political rally, and uh, so I was so I was invited to that, and Maggie was there, and we met there. Uh, but it was by design; someone had put us both together. But uh, that's that's how it began. At that, right. at that rally. So it began with politics then, huh? Politics. 
So were you into politics, Maria? I have always liked um, politics, but not as much as I do now. Okay. See, I really got involved here in, in Missouri because my cousin, I went to live with my cousin and her husband. And he always liked politics, too. But my cousin was not that involved until we got together talking about politics. Mm -hmm. You know, and today we are really fanatic. Oh, fanatic, okay. <laughs> yes. We are both Republicans. Okay. Including her husband. Yeah. And, and him. So, but it was really, when we met, it was a blind date. Okay. So it was really funny because he thought that my cousin was his date. Oh. <laughs> so he said, who is my date here? <laughs> because we look alike. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that was the beginning of our friendship. Right. So did you both come from a Christian background? Well, I was raised a Catholic. Okay, yeah. And then, and I guess Catholic is common in Puerto Rico, is that right? Very common. Okay. You are born being a Catholic. Okay, yeah. So, because, you know, we didn't, I did not attend the Christian uh, churches. Okay. So I went to the Catholic church only. And then what about you, Earl? Did, was your growing up experience Christian, or was it, did it come well, later? It, it began uh, <clears throat> My mother and brother, we went to church every Sunday. And then uh, well, my mother got tuberculosis and went into a hospital. She was there two years. And uh, me and my brother was kind of on our own. Okay. So that that got us away from the church. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we did pretty well what we wanted to do, and that was uh, that's how that worked out. But okay. after Maggie and I got together, it was... Uh, we got things straightened out as far as being saved, and um, just been having a great time ever since. Okay, so um, then, um, well, how did that all happen? Like, um, so you guys got together, and then it sounds like you got more serious about, you know, Christianity at that point, and so forth. So, like, how did you realize the need? For that, or well, it was really her. Okay, you know, she when uh, when we first got married, first Sunday we was church hunting. Uh, I knew the different religions and what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do, but she didn't. So we literally went to uh, I don't know probably a half a dozen different churches before she settled into where she wanted to go. Okay. Uh, you know the issue was she the places that we went to if she didn't really believe what what she was hearing she'd say look I'm not getting anything out of this I'm gonna and very candid about it uh, you know I would have just walked away myself but she let them know that that's not nothing she was, that was wasn't anything she was interested in so she let them know she let them well, know okay. including <laughs> the Pentecostal church okay and you know and they kept asking me do you feel it do you feel it? The, can, can you speak in tongues? Can you speak in tongues? I kept saying no, no. So they they were disappointed because I couldn't speak in tongues. 
Yeah. So that was really an experience. So, so we never went back there. So it sounds like you were pretty serious about in the Christian faith, like you were taking the lead there and wanting to find something. So why was it? Why was that important to you? Well, the thing is, my cousin and her husband, they, they, were, they were Christians, uh-huh. attending a Christian church. Okay. That's, that was my first experience, going to their church. Instead of Catholic church, you mean? Instead of the Catholic church. Okay. Yeah, because she had not been Catholic since she moved here and got married here. Okay. So, so you saw something in the Protestant church or the Christian yes. church that you liked, then I guess, huh? Then we started going to the um, Matisse Baptist Church. Okay. And there is where I got saved, really. Okay. So did the Catholic uh, faith mean anything to you when you were in it, you know, before that? I thought I, I thought it did. Like it seemed, what did it, I mean, what was it like for you? Was it something you liked or did you just do it anyway? I don't or? have it. Out of habit? Okay. Yes, because uh, I used to go to the masses. Okay. You know, to the, not all the time, but, you know, some Sundays I would go. Yeah. And um, then, you know, as Catholic, we had to go and confess, you know, to confession. Yeah. So later on, I thought that I, I was okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny thing is that when I went to confession, I didn't know what to tell the priest. So I would write my sins on my, the palm of my hands. Uh-huh. So I was trying to go. He couldn't see me. Uh-huh. He could hear me. Right. So I would look at my hands, you know, to what I would write. And sometimes I couldn't understand what it was. And he kept asking <laughs> me questions. I was trying to read. It was really hilarious. <laughs> but but uh, finally, when I finally met the Lord, my life changed. Well, tell me about that. How did you meet the Lord, and what do you mean by that, and how did that happen? And Well, we had a pastor that he was truly a great, great pastor, mm-hmm. and uh, explained the salvation um, process for me to understand mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I needed to invite Jesus in my heart to be safe and to be able to be in heaven someday. To the point is that when I got saved, I remember the next day uh, I went, I had a great relationship with my boss. Mm-hmm. We were more friends than boss and employee. So I, I told him, I said, Hey, I got saved yesterday. He said, saved from what? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, saved to uh, forgive me of my sins. So he really didn't know what I was talking about because he was from Mexico, so he was a Catholic too. Yeah. So he didn't know what I was talking about. Right. But, but I was able to say it, you know, to tell him. Yeah. So con- we continued to go to church, uh, to that church. Yeah. And there is when I really started growing. Yeah. And then for someone who um, has not experienced that, how would you explain it to them? Like, you know, like what, 
would you say to them to explain what you're talking about as far as being saved? Like, what would you say to the Maria before all of that happened to help her understand, like, just what you're talking about? I mean, to, today, to explain it to someone? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. today I have such a close relationship yeah. with the Lord mm-hmm. that when I go into my prayer room, mm-hmm. uh, it's like I honestly, I see the Lord in front of me. And, and I talk in that room like if there is a person. Like, you're, are you saying with your eyes you see somebody? Oh, yeah. So it's like a visible thing? To me it is. Okay. Yeah, to, you know, it's not, he's not there, right there. But in my eyes, I see the Lord in there. I feel his presence because sometimes I feel it in my skin. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel something. So I know that there's something supernatural in that room with me. And as far as your life with God, is that the part that's most special, your prayer time, or is it like time at church or something different? Or like what part of it all seems to mean the most to you? Well, the most to me is really that time in Mm -hmm. there with the Lord. Okay. Um, Going to church, I love going to church. Mm -hmm. I love uh, being in the Bible study. I don't know if it's because my friends are in there, Mm -hmm. because my teacher is absolutely well-knowledge and a wonderful teacher. Um, But I enjoy Sundays. Yeah. But to me, the most important time is that time that I have uh, with the Lord. And do you literally go into a closet? Is that what you said? No, it's, it's a, a guest room. That a we guest have. room, okay. Yeah. I may have misunderstood But okay. I call it my prayer room. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then when you guys were looking for a church, you were it was important to you to f- find the right one or find the one that's, where it sounded like they were teaching the right stuff, I guess, huh? Yeah. That you agreed with. But it took a long time to find a real good one. Yeah. Because we went from one to the other searching for something. We went to many, many, many churches. Did you try Catholic churches too, or was it just the other ones? No, no more Catholic church. Okay. Okay. No, I wasn't interested in... Only when we went to few weddings is when we went to... Catholic churches or a baptism or something like that, okay. you know, for kids. Right. But I was never, ever interested in the Catholic church ever. Okay. Okay. And then you you got involved in church with Maria, and then what happened with you? You, you mentioned getting saved. So, like, uh, what was it like in your experience? Or, what did you say? I said at a very early age. Okay, so okay, I, you know I was around people at um, at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was in the hospital for two years, mm-hmm. and I pretty well was on my own at ten, eleven, twelve years old, and uh, so I was attending the weekly Salvation Army church, if you okay. will. 
It was a Salvation Army? Salvation Army Church, yes, but they believed in Saved by Grace. And uh, so I I knew at that age, you know, what I ought to be doing. And uh, my brother, he wanted to be a preacher. He was a little older than I was, so, you know, he was keeping rain on me. My mother was in the hospital again for two years, so my brother was kind of the the, the gatekeeper of the house, if you will. So uh, uh, that, you know, every, every time we had opportunity to get to church, he would make sure I went with him. But uh, then after, you know, there was really my father spent a little time at the house, so he was primarily the, you know, he took care of things, my older brother. So he made sure that I did what I was supposed to do. And So where was your dad? I'm sorry. Where was your dad, or why wasn't he? Why did he not spend much time at the house? Well, it was alcoholic. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, kind of did what he wanted, and my so, brother was a little older than I was, so right. You know, he could control me all the best he could. Okay. And then, d- during that time when you guys were kind of on your own, you said you got away from church for a while there. And then after you got married, you got back involved in church and so forth. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. The issue is, is that I knew all along where I ought to be. Okay. You know, so it was it was easy for me to work with her on what right. you know going to these different churches and hearing the different. You got to do this. You need to do that. And I, I knew the plan. And finally, she wanted to investigate it, and we did. And she. So it made the right decision. Right. Okay. Um, well, you know, when it comes to, um, I guess, just to th- life and so forth, um, what's the what's most important to you or, like, um, what are you really aiming for in life, like, so I don't either one of you if you have any thoughts about that. Um, I guess yeah, I'm not sure how to put that question, but <laughs> you know, like, uh, do you kind of understand what I mean? Like, what is it that um, are you aiming for in life, or what are you trying to achieve? What's most important to you? That type of thing. Well, any I think thoughts? the Lord's probably number one. Okay. And uh, you know, we <clears throat> excuse me, her and I we. Uh, Mag's very involved in the church. Uh, it's just I, she uh, has meets with a prayer group. Now this is all she does. A lot of things. She loves the Lord. Great witness. And uh, um, we've just the church has just made a great difference in our life. Okay. So we that's probably our number the woman number one thing. Other another other other than that, me and Mag we spend a lot of time together and just do everything together. Okay. So whatever that might, wherever that might lead us, have great friends again, like Bill and Irma. They're just like family, and uh, we just the Lord just blesses us in yeah many many ways. Have anything that you want to add to that? Maria? Well, we celebrated our fiftieth okay. wedding anniversary on June five. Oh wow! Of this year. Congratulations. Thank you. So that has been a tremendous. Um, important for us, you know, in our lives, that 50 years went, came and went so fast. Since the moment we met, before we knew it was 50 years. 
Yeah. So they have been great 50 years, that is for sure. And we have uh, three children, two girls and one boy, and they have been the, we are very, very proud of them. Yeah. And uh, I know that when we are gone, they are really going to have a sound footing in their lives because what we have, you know, left them behind. You know, what they learn and they, they only saw, um, never saw fights or bad language in their home. So they had a very, they have had a well, um, how can I say, um, footing, you would say, in their life. Yeah. You know, for their children. Right. For the benefit of their children. Has there anything been anything in your lives, just either one of you, that have had really made an impact on your life where your life just seems like it was changed because of that either that person or that event or, or whatever? Well, I can tell you that my father was instrumental in my upbringing. Okay. He was a military man. He um, ended up as a major in the army, and he was a wonderful father. I mean, my mother was great, too. Mm-hmm. But my father was my best friend. Hmm. My, I mean, I was so proud of him, and he was so proud of me mm-hmm. that we were like a team. And, and all my life, until I moved here, but we were very, very close. And his example really, um, how can I say, helped me to grow to be the person that I am today. So it sounds like you had a really close relationship. I did. Yeah. And I was, you know, people asked me if I had uh, a good childhood. I said, I always, I told Irma today that my childhood was a dream. Hmm. And, and that is very hard to say today, mm-hmm. you know, to express yourself like that, but that is the truth. So, do you remember uh, what do you remember doing with your dad? That um, what what are some fond memories? Things you did when you were a girl, you and your dad together. Well, when when I was um, a little girl, I remember he would take me on vacation every year. During his vacation time, mm-hmm. we would go to another town called Ponce. In Puerto Rico, it was about four hours from where we lived. Mm -hmm. And his sisters and brothers lived in that town. So every year, we went to visit them. And they had um, a beautiful place in the country, in the mountains. Mm -hmm. For me, that was, if like, it was incredible, the time that we had up there. Yeah, because it was you know it was mountains. The river was behind, uh, so that was my best vacations. Mm-hmm. It was going with my dad 
on now, vacation. Did you have siblings? I had a sister, but she was 13 and a half years older than me. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I honestly grew up like an only child because mm-hmm. she was like a, already a teenager when I was born. Yeah. So my father and I were very close because my mother didn't want to go with us. His sisters were too polish or something that she was, you know, they didn't get along well because she said that they were too strict or too, or too serious or whatever. Yeah. But um, so I went with them. And we didn't have a car at that time because he never learned how to drive. Mm-hmm. So we just had to go on a on a a car that they had passengers, mm-hmm. you know, transporting from um, town to town. Yeah. So he was always make sure that we would have the front seat, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would not get sick. Yeah. So it's always. Always he had me first mm-hmm. than anything, you know, that I didn't get sick. And right. So it was, my childhood was very, very good. Anything for you, Earl, that um, just was a big impact in your life to shape you or change the direction of your life or anything like that? Well, I would, I would say Maggie although I wasn't necessarily on the wrong track, but uh, I met her and I was in school at the time uh, getting my degree. And uh, we just worked together and did this. You know, it's I know it's not the way it normally works, but we just, just two people that spent a lot of time together and uh, spent a lot of time with the kids. Mm-hmm. Except in my job, I began to travel so for the next 30 years or so, I traveled a lot. So, you know, they they had mom to take care of them, and uh, they did a lot of things they wanted to do. And when dad came home, we didn't necessarily do all those things, but uh, it was just a great great time with the kids and with her and uh, more than I would ever have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any times of... Any suffering in your lives um, or, you know, hard times, trials, and so forth? No, I would say, uh, I guess, the loss of my mother. Okay. That was a... Yeah. But as far as any hard times, it's uh, things have been good. We've been blessed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that we've taken care of, the Lord's taken care of us, and uh, we're very proud of that. Yeah. Anything for you as far as, like... Uh, well, is, what um, what would you say? Is there any? What's the challenge of your life? Like, is there anything in particular that um, seems like you know that's a, your challenge? Like Paul talks about having a thorn in the flesh, like something that you know he had to live with, I guess. But God's grace was sufficient, and it may have even caused him to grow, perhaps. Or God sometimes uses hard things for our good, you know. But is there anything in particular for you guys that you'd say, whether well, this is a challenge that, you know, we that's a part of our life, or is there no, really nothing like that for you all? I, I, I really cannot think about... Um, 
really I couldn't yeah. come up with something that it would be really serious about it. Right. Okay. So. Okay. What do you say? Oh, nor, nor could I. I. I think the Lord's blessed us in so many ways that, are, you know, I'd be a bit remiss if I wasn't proud of that to tell people about how the Lord's blessed me. Yeah. yeah. And um, things are just things are just good. <laughs> well, tell me about marriage. What uh, what have you learned about that? You know about. Um, yeah, that's important in marriage. Respect for Respect. each other. Okay. That's, I think that is um, very, very important. Hmm. Okay. You know, we never talk to each other with bad language mm-hmm. or, you know, these this kids didn't grow up in, a, in, an, in, a, in an environment that the parents were fighting all the time. So we can be proud to <laughs> say that we respected each other and that really kept us together and our love for each other. Yeah. Have anything As that- of today, we have been married 50 years. Yeah. And it's like we got married last month. Yeah. Because, you know, we have the same fun, the same good times, and the same respect for each other. And for the most part, the same interests. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make, that's very a, important. Makes certainly makes a big difference. And uh, When I, I, I was raised in an environment down in the city, and uh, at that time there, things were, things were pretty rough. If you knew the city like I did, I could tell you. But I, but the whole issue is, is that um, she really changed my life. Although I was, I was in school when we met, so uh, I, I was pretty straight on what I wanted to do. Where I was working, they took care of me and sent me to school. And, uh, things were working right, and it, she just brought it all together. And that's a, it's, you know, it's just been a joy ride ever since. And I mean that. So, was there any? Um communication struggles at first like you know when she was trying to get better at English (laughs) it was funny (laughs) was that part of the fun uh, trying to understand yes (laughs) I think what is you that is still kind of gets me a little bit she don't want me to learn Spanish (laughs) because she's you know she speaks with her friends what have you in Spanish and I went to school to try to learn it and you're not going to learn it going to school I'll tell you right and uh so anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't hold that as a grudge. <laughs> Do you know? Um, the see, the I love Lucy show when Ricky gets mad and he'll just start getting going in, in the Spanish. Does she do that when she gets mad? <laughs> like starts uh, spurting out Spanish. <laughs> you know, I don't, for her, I don't think I've ever seen her steaming mad. Okay, you know, you know where she just absolutely don't know what to say. I mean, right. it's, we've just it's just amazing to me. Yeah, you know that she's a, and then Maggie has a, a group all of her own. She spends a lot of time with our people at the church. Goes to every function that they have, and just uh, loves the Lord. And everybody sees that. So, like most people refer to your wife as Maria, but I know that she's Maggie. Is that so? Where did that start, or why do you call her Maggie? 
Well, her her real one of her real names is Magui. Okay. My nickname. Her nickname My is Magui. See, so then that's what they call her. Matter of fact, they still call her that. Oh, I see. But uh, to me, Maggie's a lot easier. <laughs> okay, right. I've been, I've been calling her that ever since we've been since I met her. Right, Maggie. So she's accepted it. And, <laughs> and then how did I try to make him say Magui? But he couldn't repeat it. It was like Magui. So he said, "I'm going to call you Maggie." I said, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, but then somehow other people got you know Maria took off with yeah, other but people. even at work when I I worked for. Almost 30 years yeah. at Ralston Purina. There's where I retired from. Yeah. From the beginning, they were able to pronounce Magui. Okay. He was never able to, <laughs> to do it. Yeah. So that's where the Maggie comes from. I see. Right. But I go by Maria and with my family, Magui. Okay. <laughs> I see. Um, is there anything, just looking back, that you would do different just from hindsight? Like, um, yeah, I guess, like if anything, you'd go back and tell yourself, a younger version of yourself, you know, like, do this different this time. <laughs> anything comes up? Yes, I would have loved to have had a, a, um, a trailer, you know, a, a mobile home. Oh, a mobile home? A, okay. Not a mobile home. To travel. Oh, I see. Right. A, a travel vehicle, okay. like Love Lucy, you know, to travel together. I was okay. never being able to convince him oh, okay. <laughs> that I wanted a motorhome. Okay. I said I had to wait until I go to heaven to okay. have a motorhome. <laughs> that's my regret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's not too bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. And no, with her, uh, well, I have no regrets. Yeah. None at all. Well, then um, thanks for the conversation. Is there anything else that we, we should bring up or we should talk about before we just wrap up? Well, I'm praying that I can live another 20 years. Another 20? Okay. <laughs> and I am 83, so what does that tell you? Well, that means you're pretty <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> you're right. But my family has lived long, long years. Okay. So maybe I will be that fortunate. Yeah. And I get to 100. <laughs> Do you still have any family in Puerto Rico? Uh, only one niece. One niece? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you go back and visit? Last time we were in Puerto Rico may have been 14 years ago. Yeah. And now, after, you know, it's half destroyed okay. with the hurricanes and right. things like that, I have no desire to go back. I want to remember Puerto Rico like when I lived there. Yeah. You know, here's something I'd like to ask you before we, you know, wrap up is just the difference between, you know, the U.S. and Americans and Puerto Rico, like lifestyle differences or anything like that. What struck you when you came to the United States about how p- people were and maybe how they lived differently or anything? Was there anything that kind of stood out to you? Uh, well, since my cousin was here, yeah, I really adjusted very quickly. Okay. And um, the fun thing was the snow. Okay. <laughs> my son, Jerry, he loved that, you know, to see snow for the first time. 
Yeah. And I did too. Yeah. So we had, those were fun times, playing yeah. in the snow and things like that. Yeah. But but I adjusted almost from the beginning. Yeah. So the only thing was the English. Right. You know, but that, since I was hired to work, uh, to do translations, so that really helped me to start getting adjusted with the language. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to wait very, very long, and my boss was awesome. Always was trying to help me. He didn't want anybody to make fun of me, because at first, you know, people made fun. Yeah. And I really they didn't bother me at all. Yeah. You know, they would laugh about my accent, or, but they didn't do it maliciously. Yeah. You know, they were just having fun at the same time that I did. So I guess you spent your 20s in Puerto Rico, is that right? I got here when I was uh, 31 years old. 31, okay. Yeah. So what? what's Puerto Rico like for a young woman? Were you working or were you at home or what kind no, of... No, I, I used to work for a bank. For the bank in Puerto uh-huh, Rico? One okay. of the second largest banks. Okay. I used to be an executive secretary okay. up there and my, my bosses were great. Mm-hmm. It was like my friends. Right. And and I worked uh, 11 years for that bank Okay. before I moved here. Yeah. And then what was the main thing that motivated you to move to the United States? Well, really, truly, the reason was my first husband, he was killed in a car accident. Oh, I see. In a okay. head-on collision. So my cousin, after a little while... She said, why don't you try and come here and visit and see if you like it? Okay. So that was that was the transition. Right. So it was just like a, a life change that was it, kind of helpful maybe at that point. Yeah, uh, it was. Right. It was. And then I have the, the blessing of meeting my future husband. Right. So that was the beginning of a second life. Right. That he was incredibly blessed. Yeah. Well, thank you both for this. I really appreciate it. Well, so. this has been... I thought I was going to be really nervous not to know what to say, but I appreciate it that yeah. you wanted to do this conversation with us. All right. We did a good job. Thanks. It was nice, very nice meeting you because over the years... It's high and high, but right. I think that you are a very, very nice, very good son, excellent father, <laughs> great grandfather with all those kids, and I'm sure Bill and Irma are very, very proud of you. Well, thanks. I'll just kind of take that part and clip it out and make it a commercial or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can, because it's the truth. <laughs> okay, well, thank you.